Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Regardless of what you've experienced in the past, even as recent as earlier today, you don't have to stay defeated and down. And depressed. You don't have to stay in confusion. God is not the author of confusion. He's not in confusion. And so if it didn't come from Him, you know you don't have to have it. How do you get free from it? The light of His Word. It enlightens your darkness so that you're no longer not seeing what's going on, but in the light you see. Get your Bible, get something to make a note with, come on into the class, and let's get some more light today. Father, we worship you. You are such a wonderful Father, such a faithful Father. There is none better, never will be, never could be. We trust you completely. We trust you, and we love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Give us today our daily bread and feed our spirits. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. If you would go right into the textbook again today to Matthew, the 15th chapter, and let's continue our study of the healing of the Syrophoenician woman's daughter. This is number 10 in our study. If you're just now joining us, um, we've already covered previous nine cases, spent a lot of time on them, go to uh, faithschool.org and uh, it won't cost you anything. You can just go spend as much time as you want to and get caught up with us. It's not just information that you want to accumulate. Faith has a displacing effect and it happens even beyond what your mind is aware of. If you feed on these kind of things on a regular basis, your spirit is getting stronger and developing. You don't see it all just overnight, but uh, there can be dramatic changes. I don't mean that, but especially over weeks and months, it just pushes fear out of you. It just pushes unbelief out of you until all it remains is bold confidence in the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's when you pray and get answers. That's when you speak and things happen, when you lay hold and you receive. And so we're continuing in that. That's why we feed on these things. These these accounts are so special, hand-picked by the Spirit of God and recorded for all generations. In Matthew 15, 21, it says, Then Jesus went thence and departed unto the coast of Tyre and Zidon, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, 
son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a demon. He answered her not a word, but his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now we talked about that earlier. This lets you know beyond any question, she is not part of the house of Israel. Or else he wouldn't have said that to her. And, and was, why do they keep telling us, you know, she's from Canaan. She's Syrophoenician. It's letting you know that's not just where she grew up. That's been her lifestyle probably last night. Are y'all seeing what I'm talking about? She hasn't become converted to faith in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. She hadn't become a Jewish proselyte. And so as such, she has no covenant with God. And she has no access to God. And she has no right to the blessings of God. And part of those blessings are deliverance and healing for her daughter. You know, one thing we need to understand is that God doesn't owe us anything because we were born and exist. <laughs> Are y'all with me, friends, or not? People, they have a problem with that. They, they think just because they exist, all kind of things are owed to them and they are entitled. No, no. Now, He cares about us, but nothing is owed to you of the blessings of God because you've been a good Christian or a good moral person. That would mean you got it by your works. And that wouldn't be by grace. We, we read yesterday, was it, uh, or the day before, that all the promises of God find their yes in Him. Not in what you did, but in Him. Can you see that, class? It's, uh, and and ne never bring up to God, well, you know, well, God, why haven't you healed me yet? You know, I'm, I'm always in church on time and, and I always give. And what does that have to do with it? Nothing. You being a faithful church attender does not earn you a healing. You, you can't earn a healing. You can't. <laughs> Can you see this or not? Any more than you could earn your forgiveness or, or being born again. That has already been bought and paid for by Jesus before you were ever born. Come on, can you see that? And all your good works cannot add to that or make up anything on that. Here's the thing, you will be rewarded for your good works, but your good works do not earn you the blessings that are in covenant in Christ. Amen. Those are free gifts, Amen. free gifts. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't deserve them. You couldn't earn them, but they were given to you anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can receive them. Say it out loud. I didn't earn it. I don't deserve it, but I can receive it. I can receive it, and I do receive it. So he's, he's expressing that she is not, she doesn't have covenant. She doesn't have access. So then she came and worshiped him. Now, this is one of the reasons she's in the book. <laughs> she's been ignored. Uh, the disciples, have, have, I'm sure she could hear them, 
that said, she's bothering us. Uh, Send her away. Send her away. The Lord has said, I'm not sent to you, to your people. In other words, this is not for you. (laughs) And instead of being gone and getting mad and getting offended and getting hurt and getting bitter, she just goes further down. She hits the ground and, oh, come on, can you see this? And worships. Hallelujah. Do you think there's anything for us to learn here? Oh, my. Oh, my. We're going to see more of this later, I think. But again, if you're praying, if you're pushing for something and it's not working, what do you do? Help me out. You change. You you are willing to humble yourself and say, teach me, show me. Right? Come on, can you see this? Because the moment you go into this hardness and get mad and upset, now you're not going to get it for sure. Can you see this, class? Whatever it is you're talking about, you get miffed, you get a big attitude, now you're for sure not receiving anything. Because that attitude shows you think somebody owes you something. You think it's owed to you because of what? Because you exist. No, but the reason she's in the book, she didn't get mad. She didn't cuss them out. She just went down and worshiped him and said, Lord, help me. Help me. My, my, my. Say, say, just try that out loud. Lord, help me. <laughs> Three words. Three words that can change your life. What do you mean? As a Canaanite, as an ungodly woman from an ungodly family in an ungodly town, what would she know about thou son of David? You know? And why would the Lord not respond to that, that title? He did with other people. She probably has no idea what that means, son of David. Likely heard somebody else use it, <laughs> right? And get... And, and got a healing or something. So she thought, that's it. That's it. You, that's what you say. <laughs> you say that. We must not use borrowed phraseology that meant something to them, but doesn't mean anything to us. And so maybe she was. Maybe she was trying to come without coming to God and just use the phrase, get the healing and go back to her life, ungodly life. But that's not going to work. And now, if there was any pretension, it's gone. Can you see worship on the ground? Three words. <laughs> Lord, help me. That's in response to what? I'm not sent. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. I'm not sent to you, dear. Uh, I'm only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then it, it hits her, don't you know, that, man, I, I got no end here. I got no access. I got no rights. Uh, um, but she doesn't get mad and, and start, you know, talking about prejudice and division and whatever. She just hits the ground and says, Lord, help me. In other words, 
okay, so what do I got to do? Right? How do, I, how do I get from where I am to where I need to be? Oh, friend, this is life changing right here. I said, this is life changing. Too many times people get mad. They get upset, get their feelings hurt. And they tell people off and they stomp out and they never receive. That's it. They never receive. But that's the wrong thing, especially before the Lord and even before the Lord's people. What do you do? If, you're, if it's not working, you're not getting the answer you need and you're not getting the results, what do you do? Go further down. Are y'all with me, class? You, worship. Worship. Somebody's like, I'm not going to grovel in front of any. It ain't about groveling. It's about waking up to who you are and who he is. Amen. He's the almighty. He didn't say beg before me. He didn't say grovel. And it's, she's not begging, begging. She's just coming to a realization. I can't do what I tried to do. That's not working. I got to change. And I don't, even, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to change. So Lord, help me. <laughs> Lord, help me. But she still hadn't got there yet. He, he looked at her and answered and said, it's not right to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. It's not right. See, how many can see at any one of these junctures, she could have got mad and left, right? When she was ignored. <laughs> that would have been too much for most people, right? When the disciples said, would you send this lady away? And you overheard that, you'd say, well, excuse me, I'll go right now. You mean send me away? <laughs> but see, that's your pride. That's your ugly pride talking, and it will rob you. And then when the Lord says, I'm not sent to you. I'm not sent to your kind, your people, what ungodly bell worshipers out of covenant. I'm only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Man, a lot of people could have left then. But she just falls down and worships. And then, it ain't over. <laughs> he says, well, it's not right, though, to take the children's bread and, and throw it to the dogs. Now, that would have been the last straw for a lot of, is that right? They, they'd have popped up and went, dog? Dog? <laughs> Preacher? Who are you calling a dog? <laughs> But again, your pride will rob you. You can tell people off. You can tell them where to get off, but you won't receive anything. You'll be without. She'd have gone back to a house with an oppressed, tormented daughter. And who knows what kind of life they'd have had after that. No, friend, before your God, you need to humble yourself. Can you say amen? amen? And be teachable. And be correctable. And if things are not going the way you know that they should be going and, and you're not seeing the answers and results, don't get mad at God. Come on, wake up. How come it has to be on His end that's His problem? Start even humbling yourself more and be willing and open to change and make changes and say, Lord, Help me. What? Tell me what to do. And he will. If you'll listen. A lot of times your flesh don't want to hear it. <laughs> but he will. And old friend, if you do, big breakthrough comes. Uh, notice 
Again, she's not a child of God. Now that just sounds so strange to people. They're like, well, we're all children of God. No, we're not. No, everybody on the planet is not a child of God. The Bible reveals this. The way you're a child of God is you're born again by faith in Jesus Christ. No, no, don't just say, well, I disagree with you, preacher. Did you hear the verse? It's not right to take what? The children's bread and throw it to dogs. Well, is she not a child of God? <laughs> not a child of the covenant? Not a child? Come on, can you see that? Not a, she's not a daughter of Abraham. She's not a child. Of, she's not one of the children. Elsewise, it would belong to her. Come on, can you see this? Yes. You've got those that are in covenant with God through Jesus and those who are not because of not receiving Jesus. That's it. And so when he says this, he reveals so many things. One, what is he calling the children's bread? What did she come for? She came for deliverance and healing. Both. Deliverance and healing is the children's bread. That's a great thought, isn't it? The children, it's the bread that belongs to the children. The children of God, children of, of the kingdom. The bread. The bread, not the cake. Not the pie. <laughs> Somebody say, why, why do you say that, Brother Keith? Because pie is something special. Right? Cake is, you might have dessert or you might not have dessert. But bread, bread is a staple. Oh, oh, come on, everybody. Everybody like this right here as much as I do. Bread is a staple. Listen to part of what we call the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily healing. <laughs> Amen. Mr. Lord said, bread, I know. Amen. Healing is the children's bread. Amen. Give us this day our daily deliverance Amen. and healing. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus, this is not, not me, not somebody else. Jesus called deliverance and healing the children's bread. The bread that belongs to the children. Bread is, you got to eat. How many know you got to eat? You don't eat, you get hungry, you get weak, you continually don't eat, you die. But in Acts 27, notice this, Acts 27, you don't have to turn there, but Acts 27, 34, and I'm reading this in the NIV, when Paul was on that, that ship in, in the storm, he told him, he said, I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a hair from his head. And verse 35, after he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in front of them all. Then he broke it and began to eat. How many know Jesus is speaking by the Spirit when he calls this healing and deliverance the children's bread? Amen. And we need to let this change and renew our mind 
so that we think this way about healing and deliverance. Because so many people have put it into a, category, a rare, rare category. Some people sometime might get this with special faith and special manifestation. The Lord calls it a staple, Amen. right? And that makes sense because how many would take a little healing every day of your life? Yes. Huh? <laughs> or a lot, right? And if you were to get bound in some way, take some deliverance, right? Deliverance and healing is the children's bread. And he said, take some, you need it to survive. Healing is a need, not just some special concession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say healing's a, a need. Healing is the children's bread. Are you a child of God? Or are you a yeah, you are. You are a child of God. So the bread belongs to you. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily healing. Hallelujah. How many remember the 23rd Psalm? The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. Come on, class, you, you know this? A little pop quiz here. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he leads me beside the still waters. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He, he restores my soul. Part of it is he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Reckon there's anything on the table? Or is it just a bare flat empty table? <laughs> if it was empty, it wouldn't be prepared. Right? You don't prepare, how you prepare an empty table. Prepared means there's something on the table. Reckon there's any bread on the table. Well, come on, help me out. Is it, huh? And who's the bread for? Who's the bread for? It's for the family. It's for the children. You need a healing? All you got to do is say, pass me some bread, please. Pass. I take some bread. Right? I take some bread. And you're not even, not even asking for something special. Right? <laughs> Nobody has to say, well, you wait. That, no, you eat your dessert later. No. No. I just want some bread. Yeah. I, need, I need some bread. Healing, deliverance is the children's bread. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, look there. We, we look at this on a regular basis. Um, 1 Corinthians 11, when we receive what we call uh, the Lord's Supper or communion. And uh, anybody remember the elements that, that are involved in that? <laughs> the cup and the bread. Bread. Why? 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, he said, I, I received of the Lord what I delivered to you, the Lord Jesus in the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. So he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body. His body was broken. Why? So we could be whole. Amen. 
Come on, can you see that? Well, see, uh, brokenness physically can describe disease and problems. And this uh, young daughter of the Syrophoenician, she had not just physical problems, but she had spiritual problems. Uh, And that would have shown up as rage, bitterness, depression, whatever the case. It said she was grievously tormented. Today, people would say she had mental problems or whatever, but it's caused by a wrong spirit. And uh, whether it's in mind and emotions our body, brokenness is not the will of God. It's not the plan of God. Now, now, people have gotten some things all kind of mixed up and conglomerated. Uh, when the Bible talks about having a broken and contrite heart, it's not talking about being a broken person. That means a humble heart, contrite heart. It's talking about humility not what people call brokenness, which is scarred, damaged person. And we need to get rid of this stuff about we're all just broken people. We're all just, why? Because God can't heal us? What do you mean? Well, we're all just broken people. Well, then why was he broken? So we could be broken? Can you see there's some big... Wrong thinking in here. And so you could say that this, uh, this mother and daughter were broken people. They, they were. They got problems. And yet, do they have to stay that way? Did God tell them, I'm sorry, it's God's will for you to remain broken? She had to make some changes, but she got to the place where they found wholeness. Amen. Can you see this? Amen. Wholeness. And soundness. One of the things you have to do to get past this brokenness is quit saying you're broken. Forgive people for things and receive the healing oil and balm of Gilead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let him heal you. Quit bringing it up. Quit talking about it. Quit holding grudges and you can get healed. You can get healed. You can get to the point where you go days, not even think about it. And then weeks and then months and realize the pain's gone. Hallelujah. I'm not scarred for life. I'm not damaged goods. The Lord has healed me. Can he do it? Does he want to? Then why do we have to stay broken? We don't. I said we don't. Somebody said out loud, I receive, I receive the healing power of God, the healing power of God in my being. In my being. He, heals broken hearts. he heals broken hearts. He makes whole. He makes whole. And, I receive it today and I receive it today in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Let the peace of God, let the glory and strength of God make you every whit whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father. No, he was broken and the bread was broken and his body has been made available to us for healing. By his stripes, we're healed. And that's why it's entirely accurate and precise to say that the healing is the children's bread. And I'm a child and it's my bread. Can you say amen? amen? Well, that's it. We're out of time again today. 
We'll see you soon. Come back for more tomorrow here in Faith School. I've got a victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390. 